Yo, what's going on, guys? It's your boy Cole from Outside the Box, and today I'm joined by Mr. Joe Lucan. Say what's going on, Joe. What's up? I'm just chilling, just chilling after school. Yeah, I guess nothing really going on today, uh, at least for me. But in the sports world, there is a lot going on. Obviously, yesterday we saw Mr. Mr. Tom Brady win his seventh ring, Super Bowl ring, most by any player or organization ever. Um, uh, last night the game ended thirty-one to nine on the final score. Joe, can I just get your first reactions to uh, what happened last night in the Super Bowl Fifty-five? It was just very shocking that the best, supposedly best offense in the league, did not score a single touchdown. They even put up double-digit points and absolutely got <laughs> showed up on Super Bowl Sunday, last football game until August or September. It depends on what they do, but just. It was, it was a good way for the Bucks to go out, obviously, but as fans of no one in the Super Bowl, I mean, very boring way to go out for the for the rest of the year. Yeah, I feel like this game had so much hype around it. Obviously, Mahomes versus Brady, uh, the former face of the league and the new face of the league going at each other. And uh, I, I expect it. I'm not going to say I didn't. Obviously, I had Kansas City winning, but it wasn't completely out of like the realm of pop. The Bay winning, they very well could have. Top three offensive line in the league, top three to five defense in the league. Um, wide receiver core with, um, not Edelman. I was gonna say Edelman. Uh, Godwin, Evans, and eight Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller, solid. Rob Gronkowski is also solid. So it, I'm not saying that I didn't expect Tampa Bay to put up a good fight. I just thought that Kansas City, especially the offense, and what specifically the offensive line. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he, if you look at his stat line, you see 250 yards, two interceptions. That's not good. Yeah. But if you actually watch the entire game, he was given his all. He, the plays he was making in the backfield were crazy. He, he made back-to-back great plays. So I, I was with Shake last night and a couple, of, uh, a couple other guys. Joe, do you remember the play? I think it was towards the end of the third quarter in the red zone. And uh, I think, I believe it was Byron Pringle who dove, made a one, almost caught it, one-handed catch, back, back corner, and Mahomes did like a triple spin throw off his back foot. Yeah, that really, it really shows his talent level on how, like, uh, how it's not really his fault that they lost that game necessarily. It's like the O-line, and they had two touchdowns that should have been caught, and yeah, both are And then the, the very next play, literally, the, it may have been the next play or the two plays after, he threw, he made a throw, like, completely like you know when a human stands up they're vertical he was horizontal in midair threw the ball 30 yards perfectly into the end zone in between two defenders right off the dude's face mask his own receiver i think it might have been was that no demarcus robinson i think it was Uh, it's like hardman hardman uh, dude hardman blows i know there were some plays that he should have been making that he did not play that he did not make now the Kansas city defense obviously allowed 31 points um, but so obviously the, you got to play better there, but obviously a lot of people on social media have been saying it was the ref's fault. No, initially I did think that I, uh, if you talked to anyone I was with last night, I was pretty angry at the rest after the Tyron Matthew interception, then the, uh, Ryan suck up field goal. They got like an offsides call. I don't want to say it was rigged, but I think Kansas city could have done a better job keeping themselves in line. 
Um, and that and that's really they, they kind of lost all confidence after that drive. I feel like that was a big confidence booster for the Tampa Bay offense and Tampa Bay as a team. And that's why I think they won the game by the amount of points that they did. Yeah. But I mean, there's no denying that Patrick Mahomes is going back. I can see him maybe matching Brady in Super Bowls because there's really like the, the Chiefs is the number one team. Obviously, and I don't think a lot of teams come close. Maybe Buffalo. Buffalo's second place, I'd say, but I wouldn't say they're too close. There's I think a big, they're a yeah, distant second. Between. Yeah, just because Mahomes is on a whole different level. Literally, Mahomes doesn't have a flaw. Yeah. It's crazy to say because of how poor he played last night, but if you take, like, your dream quarterback, speed, athleticism, arm strength, arm accuracy, Patrick Mahomes is your guy. So, I mean, there's no denying that he, he's not going to come back. Should have played better. But um, Kansas City, they had the 31, 31st overall pick. I can see them attacking maybe an O-lineman, offensive tackle that will fall to them, which obviously from what we saw last night, they need. Uh, or they can go linebacker. I think they really have to go defensively. Uh, they, they don't need a skill position. All that's locked up. Running back, you got Clyde, you got Darrell Williams, Damian Williams come back next season. Le'Veon probably won't re-sign. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you got all the skill positions there. And for the Tampa Bay side, I think you – the main focus should just be re-signing Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And in the draft, they have the 32 overall pick. Uh, a guy that I have them taking in one of my mock drafts is Jamie Newman, quarterback out of Wake Forest. Obviously, that's an issue. I don't think Blaine Gabbert, they don't want them him to be their starting quarterback in the future because Tom Brady's only got one year left. Now, I don't think that means he's going to retire, but he could move, maybe want to move on to a new team, seeing Tom Brady in another uniform yet again for maybe a season or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't think Blaine Gabbert's that guy. Uh, maybe they reunite with Winston, even though I don't think Winston left on good terms. Yeah, But both two solid teams are going to be uh, – contenders for uh for a while yeah but uh getting into today's main segment obviously football just ended yesterday so now we're moving on to baseball baseball season starts in joe why don't you tell me you probably know more than me pretty sure pitchers and catchers report in a week or two that's great 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 news to hear so me and joe are going to be giving our entire predictions for the season um all of our record positions, all of our award predictions, and all of our playoff predictions. Now, obviously things could change, so I don't want to say this is my final because I'm a big prediction guy. Like I like submitting my picks. Like at the start, at the very first day of the NFL last season, I had Bucks and Chiefs making the Super Bowl. I don't want to make these picks official yet. I want to wait till opening day. But as of right now, this is where they stand. So we're going to kick it off, Joe with our standings, projections for our records. We're going to start off in NL, specifically the National League East. Uh, the teams that are in there are the Braves, Marlins, Mets, Phillies, Nationals. Uh, I'm going to start it off with my one seed in the National League East. I have the Atlanta Braves. I have them going 103-59. and 59. Obviously, that's, that's depending on if they do a 162-game season, which right now it's up in the air. We don't know. But all these record predictions, at least for me, uh, or 162 game uh, sample size. So I have the Braves going 103 and 59. Um, obviously, you got Freddie Freeman coming off an MVP season. You got Ronald Acuna, one of the league's young bright stars. You got Max Freed. Um, they don't have Donaldson anymore. They have Ozzie Albies, who I really like, switch hitter. 
Uh, the Braves, obviously, they've been contending since probably 2017, 2018, and uh, they will be for several years to come. So I'd be surprised if you don't have the Braves here in this one spot. Oh, you're going to be surprised. Uh, the Nationals going 162. Now, the thing with the Nats, and I very think they can be the best team in that division, it depends how their pitching does. Their pitching, Scherzer, Corbin, Strasburg, Lesser, and Joe Ross. They absolutely need to improve on that five spot. Though those one through four starters are phenomenal. They can get the job done and like sweep through the playoffs. Lineup as well, adding Schwarber and Josh Bell in the offseason. You got Trey Turner and Juan Soto. Castro, a great contact hitter. Carter Keeboom coming up. Maybe adding one more bat in the lineup. I have them going 162, 162 having, getting first in the division. Yeah, it's going to go into my two seed, the Nationals. Obviously, coming off that World Series win in 2019. Uh, and then they slumped last year in the 60-game season, which obviously not many people's opinions should be changed by them. Strasburg was down. And, uh, yeah, you pretty much summed it up. They got they got Schwarber. They got John Lester. They got Josh Bell through that trade. Uh, the Nationals, they're not out of it yet. They don't need to rebuild. You got Max Scherzer, who I think – I wouldn't say best pitcher in the league, but he's my favorite pitcher in the league. I love him. I think he's he's a contender. He's great. He fights in uh, every game he plays in. Uh, I really like the Nationals going into the season. I've been getting my uh, – would it be my first or second wild card spot? It would be my second wild card spot with the five seed uh, going 90 and 72. I like the Nationals this season, but I don't think they could beat out the Braves. I don't think they can. Yeah, pretty much one tour uh, interchangeable. Um, I got the Braves at 97 and uh, 65. I have them. Little little tight race. Yeah. Three games. First, game, first wild card spot. Like I was telling uh, Matt earlier, this division, this could go down as everybody could be over 500. That's how loaded the d- division is. Like it's, It all depends on how their seasons go. But for the Braves case, first wild card spot. I mean, obviously when you have Ozzie Albies and uh, Austin Riley projected as your six and seven hitters, your lineup's loaded. Issue with me is for Charlie Morton. I'm pretty sure he's 38. Very good pitcher. Could have – I mean, you showed last year. Every, I mean, 60-game season last year, obviously. But Charlie Morton's getting up there in age. You got Drew Smiley as your five-star. And you got three uh, – well, Ian Anderson's a rookie. And then Soroka and Freed just had their rookie seasons. But Did forget about Mike Soroka. Yeah. Mike Soroka's an absolute – he's a baller too. Coming off of that Achilles injury, I mean – they have a very young and promising rotation. It's just if it holds. Like, that's why the Nats, it's veteran, it's good, and can get the job done. Yeah, with that Braves rotation, um, they're kind of – I wouldn't say they're how – yeah, they're probably the opposite of how the Nationals are set up. Yeah. Got a lot of young guys like uh, Max Freed and Mike Soroka. And then they just signed the veteran, Charlie Morton, coming off a decent – was it two to three seasons with Tampa, right? Yeah. I think it's two or three years. And then, uh, and you're going to get that veteran there. Going to teach some some young guys. And Kyle Wright pitched at Vanderbilt. I have a signature. Uh, he, he's a pretty good MLB the show player. Right. And uh, from the sample size we saw, he pitched decent. He pitched decent. So he could maybe be a four or five starter for them in the future or come out of the pen. Yeah. But uh, getting that three seat at the end, at least, I have the Miami Marlins go, coming in with a record of 86 and 76. Uh, Don Mattingly won manager of the year last season. Uh, beat the beat the Cubs in two games. What, was that a wild card round technically? Yeah. They still call it the wild card. Yeah. Uh, won that round. I actually got Sixto Sanchez, one of the top prospects. Uh, stack lineup: JJ Blade out of Vanderbilt. He should be up this year. Uh, Brian Anderson, solid. Um, 
the Marlins are just going to kind of be a, a, a average team for me. They're not going to be – they're not a playoff team. Obviously, we're turning back – I'm pretty sure we're, we're returning back to the normal playoff format, right? As of right now, they had it – it wasn't, but I think they'll change it back. Yeah, so obviously Marlins, if, if they keep it from last year, they get in. If they don't, they don't. And that's how I feel like a lot of these teams are going to be. Um, now, some teams, some teams are going to be kind of on the way down like how we've recently seen the Patriots, right? They mm-hmm. lost the guys, and so they, they were the top dogs, and now they're, they're kind of slowly moving their way down. Now some teams that I see doing that are the, the Cardinals this season. I can see uh, the Padres – or not the Padres, I'm sorry, the, the, the Brewers. Jesus, I can't speak. The Brewers are going to be on the way down. The Cubs are going to be on that way down. Um, a lot of these teams that used to contend three to four years ago on the way down, some new teams are going to be shooting up, and I think the Marlins are one of those teams. Uh, I think not yet. I think 2022 might be their season, but I got them going 86-76, three seed in the NL East. Yeah, I got the Mets going 86-76. and 76. Um, Obviously, like you always like to point out, the Mets seriously seem to struggle trying to get in the playoffs. When they get into the playoffs, they always hit rock bottom. But to me, the Mets have the best lineup in the NL East. Uh, it's got to be up there in the NL, maybe in the MLB. But when you have James McCann batting eight, after the seasons he's had, you have Lindor, Conforto, Alonzo, Smith, huge additions this offseason. And when you got DeGrom, uh, Syndergaard, Carrasco, Stroman, and Lucietti, they added. I mean, that's a very strong rotation, too. Right? It all- Joey Lucchese, I like him. Chess- yeah. When- he had a nice little lefty. Because uh, it all depends on just if they can keep it together. Yeah, I, I have the Mets going- coming in the four seed. 78 and 84. I've been a notorious Mets hater. Now, I don't hate them as much as I hate the New Orleans Saints. Like, if, you, if you're if you a New Orleans Saints fan, I hate you. But <laughs> but the Mets are just a team that everyone has such high expectations for. And uh, they significantly miss, that, miss their stride that everyone expects them to hit. Safety. And the Mets, obviously, they, they falsely signed Trevor Bauer. That was really funny. A lot of Mets fans were, oh, my God, that stunk. But you still have Jacob DeGrom, two-time Cy Young winner. And then in that lineup, they still have Wilson Ramos. Or is he? did he leave? Joe. <laughs> Joe, did the Mets still have uh, Wilson Ramos? Oh, he uh, he's gone? gone. He signed with the uh, Tigers. Yeah, but you still have Pete Alonso, who obviously – had incredible rookie season, kind of fell off last season, but that's fine. He's going to be back. He had Jeff McNeil, a squirrel. You got Michael Conforto. You got a lot of solid guys that that should be good, but sometimes miss that stride. Now, I think if they do hit their stride, they could contend in this division just because of how, how good Syndergaard has been in the past. Jacob DeGrom, we know how solid he is. He is. And, uh, Joey Lucchese, who they got in that trade. But I think the Mets are going to continue to uh, under under succeed, I guess. And uh, they're going to come in with a four seed, finishing six games under 500. My fourth spot, I got the Phillies at 84 and 78. Another team, fourth place spot at over 500. Uh, line looks very good. You got McCutcheon, Alex Bohm, who they up-and-coming rookie. You got Harper Hoskins, Raul Muto, and Gregorius as that, like, back of the half order, middle of the mid. It's very good. And then you got Aaron Nolan, Zach Wheeler. And then it's all 
pending for them is their rotation. You got rookie Spencer Howard and Joe. Joe, you're stealing all my you're stealing all my lines here. I was gonna go deep dive into that. Now go ahead though. They got. I mean, for them, the key season is the rotation, and I mean the lineup usually does fine, but for them, it's they just seem to struggle when they can't. They're they're almost beating themselves practically. So the Philly. So you have the Marlins coming last year. Yes, but league. also two games under up 500. So it's like I have all the teams over 80 wins. So. Solid. Yeah, it's going to be a good division, obviously, unlike the uh, unless the uh, NFC East and the uh, NFL, the NL East. It's going to be pretty strong contenders. I have the Phillies coming in with a five seed. Uh, Real Mutu come, c- coming back and re-signed. I think Didi re-signed as well, right? Mm-hmm. Didi re-signed. Bryce Harper. Who obviously isn't his MVP self, but he's still going to be a solid bat. Reese Hoskins is decent, um, but it's going to come down to the pitching. You pretty much summed it up. Um, Spencer Howard is their three starter, right? Uh, three or four, yeah. Zach Wheeler's not knocking my socks off. Uh, Aaron Nola is definitely not as from what he was like in 2018 or whatever. It's going to come down to the pitching, and the Phillies unfortunately don't have that. That's why they're going to come last in the NL East for me with a 70-92 and 92 record. Yeah, I got the Marlins finishing in last with an 80-82 and 82 record. It's very shocking. I I highly doubt everybody gets over 80 wins, but it's very possible with how good this division is. Marlins, good thing with them, young and promising lineup. Even though Marte's hitting up there in age, they got a very young lineup, very young team. Jeter put that team together very well. They're starting to, like, he you know, well, he's hiring the people that, but, I mean, Sixo Sanchez, Sandy Alcantara, Pablo Lopez, they got a decent rotation if they can be good. Um, for them, it's just going to be just like last year, just trying to keep fighting with the other top dogs in that division. Yeah, we kind of agree there. The, the Nationals and the Braves are kind of the two top, top-tier top teams. Then there's, a, then there's kind of a skill, skill gap there. Uh, but still, all these guys are going to contend. They're going to be fine in the future. Uh, the bottom three teams I'm talking about specifically. Their time will come, but just not yet. Let's say that. But getting into the National League Central, shout out Matt for this one. I have the Chicago Cubs coming in first place in this division with a record of 91 and 71. Now let's talk about my Chicago Cubs. Ian Happ had a, would you call it a breakout season? I'd say, I'd say uh, right. comeback season. He was down in the minors for the whole yeah. 2019. So I'd say comeback. Ian Happ, solid. Obviously lost Kyle Schwarber. We got Jack Peterson, who's just Schwarber, but a better fielder, I'd say, probably. Yeah, um, Anthony Rizzo, who had a down year last year, but he's Mr. Consistent, I'd say. I mean, not as consistent as Chris Davis batting 237 <laughs> or whatever, th- three, four years in a row. Mariz is going to be the reliable guy you got there. He's going to – you kind of know what he's going to get every year, prop, like in a 162-game season, 30 home runs, 100 RBIs, hit around 230, 240. Uh, he's going to be that guy in the middle of the lineup to drive some runs in. Uh, Chris Bryant, who I am counting on to have a major comeback season. He's actually a top three candidate of mine for National League Comeback Player of the Year, which we'll get into the war, those awards in a little bit. Javier Baez, who I don't, I don't think he's going to be – anything like his 28, 2018 self. I think it was 2018. But I think he bounces back. Um, Jason Hayward, uh, he's a fantastic fielder, one of the best in the league. Just needs to solve his hitting problem, which I feel like he does at the start of every season. Like, I feel like in April and May is when Hayward's at his best. 
and then a, he just kind of stinks. He, there's a there's a drop off, yeah. and he's kind of sucks again. But it's gonna has been a little more consistent with the hitting. But I think the Cubs are similar. Oh, and I forgot about Contreras, top five catcher in the league. Mm-hmm. And now I think the Cubs are built similarly to the Phillies, where they don't have a lot of pitching. But this definitely, I, I was gonna say it might be biased. It definitely is biased. I feel like for some reason the Cubs are going to get their pitching situation figured out. Kyle Hendricks coming in as the one starter. Solid. We got Trevor Williams, I think, right, from Pittsburgh. Yeah. He's going to be a, maybe a Cy Young candidate. I'm just messing around, but I don't know. Uh, and then in the bullpen, you got Dirty Tread Kimbrell. He's going to be a, he's going to be nasty. Not, not really, but uh, do we have Jeffress anymore? No. I don't know. We got Rowan Wick, though. He's promising last year. Rowan Rook was, yeah, he was good. We have Adzele, who Do you think Adzele will get a star? first spot? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think he might get the four with how bad our rotation yeah. is, honestly. But he's fine. He has potential, I guess. And our farm system obviously isn't top tier, yeah, but better. we've got – Yeah, it's definitely improved. We have a couple top 100 guys. Uh, I think this is the season. If, if they don't perform to the, the standards I have them performing at, you break it all up. Fire David Ross. Get everyone out of there, and we go back to ourselves like we were in 2014, 2013 when we just sucked balls. Uh, this is the season. This is the this is the last dance, as uh, Michael Jordan would put it. Cubs 91-71. All right. I also have the Cubs, just a smaller record. I have them going 86 and 76 win division. Um, I can go on for days about the Cubs, but it's showing something when, besides Contreras, your first five hitters have all been top five in MVP one of the seasons, so that's promising. Baez, Bryant, Rizzo, and Hap. Um, Hap being this past year, Rizzo back here. I also expect Chris Bryant to have a really big season. I mean, people are even, people had him top ten in their MVP lists for predictions. Um, and obviously, when Jason Hayward's batting eight, a pretty decent hitter, I mean, that's pretty scary. Because they have one of the depth more depth lineups in the MLB, and this season it's all going to be pitching. Hendricks and Davies, yep. they could be one of the best duos in the league, and they could be one of the worst duos in the league. It all depends. It's back-to-back similar starters. It's going to be very easy to pick up on. Plus, you got Mills at the three. Mills had a really good season last year. It's just three starters that are very similar. It's not going to really work out. So maybe I maybe grab an Oda Rizzi. Uh, he's still a free agent. I don't know if the Cubs will go after him, but – now, obviously, Albert Elzelay and Trevor Williams getting that fourth spot, five spot. And then bullpen, I have Kimbrell having a very good season. I actually have him as my reliever of the year. We'll get into that later. But I have Kimbrell. I like it. I like it. I have it. a very positive feeling about him. I know it's been rough these past two years, but he has a nice chance to come back. And obviously, with David Bodie on the bench, you've got more depth. So, Cubs going 86 and 70. Forgot about Nico Herner. Both of us missed. Uh, yeah, he's at the, I, I think he'll probably bat. I him and Hap, I mean him and Bodie will probably switch off. Both. I think Bodie's a pretty solid fielder for his yeah. size. He can pick up the ball pretty well. And then Herner, he's he he's either like going to be a two two hitter or seven, a seven yeah. hitter. Uh, he's just going to be your guy that he's not going to be crazy RBI type of guy, but he's going to hit probably. I wouldn't say. Probably two eighty to two ninety, right? He's not gonna hit a crazy amount of home runs. He's gonna be a, he's gonna kind of hit. Uh, he's trying to try and hit the grass. He's gonna try and get get a couple singles, hit hit some gaps, and uh, that's gonna be the perfect kind of guy that you need. Now you got your power guys in the lineup with Rizzo, Bias, Bryant, uh, Jock Peterson, obviously too, and Ian Happ. And then you're gonna get your got your you gotta have a nice mix. You gotta have your contact guys, Nico Herner, 
and Jason Hayward in this case. And Contreras, he, obviously he hits for power, but he also gets a decent amount of singles and doubles. And I think the Cubs have a perfect lineup. Both of us covered it. It's going to come down to the pitchers. It's going to come down to that. But getting into the two seed in the NL Central, I have the Milwaukee Brewers coming in with a record of 88-74. and 74. A lot of people think the Brewers are going to finish bottom two in this division. Joe, Joe, where do you have them? I have them four. Yeah, a lot of people have them going bottom two. I think Yelich absolutely breaks out again. Now, my, my final three National League MVP candidates, uh, I'll say right now, is Ronald Acuna, Christian Yelich, Juan Soto. I'm not going to say who I picked. Uh, I think Christian Yelich has an absolutely fantastic season again. Uh, kind of, he, he, he sucked last year, let's face it. He did not perform well. Uh, th- they still have Brandon Woodruff, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, Brandon Woodruff, he's, I'm not going to say he's solid, but he he's has, good. He he's good. When he's on the mound. Jo- Josh Hader's still with the team, but he might get traded. If he stays, obviously, all the better. You got Devin Williams on that team. Uh, coming out of the pen, who won reliever of the year last year, actually. And then you got Keston Hura. You have, obviously, not Moustakas anymore. Is Ryan Braun still yeah. with the team? Got Ryan Braun. Uh, but I think it's going to come down to Yelich in the outfield, really. And what about Lorenzo Cain? Yeah. He's still there, right? The Brewers are more, yeah, again, like an older lineup, like I said. They're, they don't really have any young guys. I think they might have the worst farm system in the entire MLB. <laughs> yeah. So, Brewers fans... You don't have a lot coming to you in the in the future, but I think this season, again, like the Cubs, a lot of these teams are in the same scenarios. I think this is your make-or-break season, and I, I don't have them making the playoffs, though. I have them, I have them getting the sixth seed. So if we, if we keep the format, they get in. If we don't, they just miss out. But I think the Brewers still have an above-average season for NL Central standards. Um, yeah, just for this division, I have the Cubs getting the playoffs, but – for me, at the two seed, I even surprised myself with this, but it's the Cardinals. I mean, obviously, with the addition of Arenado, I have them going 83 and 79. To me, Cardinals, they're a hot mess. You have pitching. You have Carlos Martinez, who's a partial closer. You have Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina. You keep bringing back these veterans. And then you got some rookies in there. Just to me, with the balance of Gold, even when Goldschmidt came, I feel like he's gotten just a tad bit worse than what he's with the Diamondbacks. No, you know, he's definitely gotten – I wouldn't say a tad bit. I'd say there's a significant – He hasn't been the uh, Yeah. And – I mean, that could be a change of scenery. Obviously going from uh, – I don't even – I couldn't even tell you where the stadium is. Chase, Chase Field. Field. Where, where is it? It's not Phoenix, is it? Isn't Phoenix? Not – Who cares? But going from Arizona to yeah. St. Louis – um. I mean, I'm not saying, like, the town itself, but, like, the it could be the, the coaching staff you got there, the front office, uh, the lineup, the, t- the players. Obviously, something is not uh, clicking in his head where it's like, all right, time to go. Or it could just be he's getting old, his fatigue, his age. But uh, Goldsmith's not himself, which, I mean, obviously you got Nolan Arenado, who's might do good, maybe the core's effect. This is where we're going to see a lot of people's arguments Against, I, I've always thought Arenado was a top five player. Obviously, not last season. Uh, but in the past, I have seen him be, being like a top five, top seven player. And the main argument against him is he plays at Coors Field. This is the season where Arenado proves himself to the haters. Uh, will he do it? I don't think he will, but it's, it's a season. Exactly. To That's why with the Cardinals, it's just they're a hot mess. One second they could be consistent, and the other they'll just. Because when I guarantee you with the Goldsprint and Arenado situation, yeah, it's two amazing players, but I this season one of them's gonna be bad, one of them be good. I just got that feeling where 
because Molina's the projected five hitter, and he's what, like 37? Like, he can't. Because like, just, and even in the rotation, Jack Flaherty's the only one you can really count on. Because you got Hung Wayne Kim, he was pretty pathetic last year. Adam Wainwright's getting up there in age, he was all right. Carlos Martinez was, he's always iffy when he's on the mound, and he's got the closer spot. And then Miles Mukulis, he's always. 50-50. So, like, just to me, this team does not have consistent, but I feel like they'll pick it up in September and finish 83-79. and I'm the Cardinals getting my 3C with a record of 80-82. and 82. Now, you kind of summed it up. Pretty much an aging team. A lot of these, I keep saying it, but a lot of these teams are similar. Aging team, not the best farm systems. Uh, is there one starter really winning? No, right? it's not player. Or no, it's Flaherty. Duh. Yeah. I'm, I'm so stupid. But Wainwright, if he's in your rotate, he he should switch to a relief. Like a long time, honestly, or like something like that. Similar on how Kerry Wood did back in 2007, 2008, yeah. 2009. He turned into the Cubs closer. Uh he recognized that it's time. It's not. It's not. It's not. His time isn't done yet, but it's coming to an end. And uh, Molina, obviously, he's your projected five hitter, like you said. Not yeah. good. Um, and then you get, you got the young guys. You still have they still have Harrison yeah, Bader, correct? I think he's projected eight hitter. Yeah. Got Tyler O'Neill, who was a beast in MLB The Show eighteen. <laughs> Not so much of a beast in real life, but you never know. And then it's gonna yeah, obviously the infield. You, you're losing out on Colton Wong, who I forgot yeah. to mention from Milwaukee. That's gonna be a really solid pickup for them. No, I, I I'd say if the I'd say if the if the Dodgers or the Padres picked him up, it's like yeah. oh well, it's just another it's another depth guy, but he's gonna be a very very large piece for that Brewers team, and that's why I think they finished slightly higher than the Cardinals. I have the Cardinals going eighty and eighty two. Uh, it's gonna come down to the pitching. This is a very very weak division in the pitching category. I'd say the Reds probably have the best pitching. Would you say Reds or Cardinals? See the thing with the Reds after losing Bauer, it's so tough because. I'd probably go Reds just by a hair, and then Cardinals. But it everybody's pitching. Who who you say is a better picker, Jack Flaherty or Luis Castillo? I think Gray's their one, but uh, yeah. Really? really I mean, I guess Castillo here, Castillo but... did have a yeah Castillo did have a down. I mean, year. in terms of pitching, I... it's probably the Reds just because they have a very good one and two starters, and then plus you got Wade Miley, who's been decent the past few years. So probably good. Wade Miley. Yeah, the Cardinals. I have the Cardinals going eighty and eighty-two. That's my favorite. Yeah, another key factor for the Cardinals. I forgot to mention is Dylan Carlson, uh, rookie coming up. Did I forget think, about yeah, him. Yeah, but he's. Uh, I think he's a projected seven hitter, so he's obviously going to get the chance to prove himself. But he's another key factor. But coming in at my three spot, going eighty-one and eighty-one, I got the Reds. Reds, very good lineup when everybody's good. You got Akiyama one, Castellanos two, Vado three, Schwarz four, Mustakas five. That's a very good five, and then Wing. I like Akiyama. Yeah. Akiyama was on the fantasy team last year. Reds I have like potential that. to win this division, all depending, once again, on this whole division is pitching. You got Sonny Gray, Castillo, Tyler Mayhew, Wade Miley, and Lorenzen's expected to get that five spot this year. But Michael but, Lorenzen. Yeah. That dude's jacked. He's jacked. But that division, it's just all <laughs> going to come down to pitching. So that's why I got them. 81-81, another average season, third. Coming in with the four seed for me, I have the Reds. Your guys are all like one spot ahead of me, 76 and 86. You kind of covered it. Uh, strong front half in the pitching. It's weaker in the back half when you have a uh, when you have a guy who hits as your pitcher. Not the best, unless you're Shohei Otani. He's a wannabe Shohei. 
It's kind of crazy to say, Michael Lorenzen, if you or your family is watching, I apologize. You're a cool dude, and I wouldn't want to get in a fight with you, but I think you're a better hitter than you are a pitcher. It's kind of weird to say, but maybe. Uh, and then Akiyama, Moustakis, uh, Castellanos, Eugenio Suarez. It's gonna, they're going to be good, uh, but it's going to come down to that bullpen. They did sign Sean Doolittle, which is a plus, I'd that. say, obviously. Because they for the Glacius cheap, right? or Archie. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. I was gonna. Yeah, they lost Rysel Iglesias, who was their fireballer closer. Um, but I think what the Reds' weaknesses is gonna be that back half of the lineup. I don't know if it's strong enough to uh, beat some of these other teams. So who do you got? Oh, you already told me you got the Brewers for the four seed. Let's get in. Let's have, let's have you get in. Let's go quick and short. Brewers. Brewers, too many unknowns. Woodruff, if you can call him consistent, he's your one starter. Then you got Corbin Burns, Josh Lindholm, Adrian Hauser, and Eric Lauer. Hold on, hold on. Alert, alert. For any of you Ohio or Iowa State fans, shout out David Montgomery. Head coach got an eight-year deal. Shout out Matt Campbell. Joe, let's clap it up for Matt yeah. Campbell. <laughs> shout out Matt. Deal. Wow. Solid. Solid stuff. Right, the Brewers, is just too many unknowns. When your three, four, and five starters are no names, I mean, Cubs, Alec Mills doing no-hitter at least. He's up there. But, uh, Lindbaum, Hauser, Lauer, and I mean Corbin Burns did have a good season last year, but that rotation just screams inconsistent. And then, yeah, Corbin Burns finished uh number six. Yeah, in, uh, and then for the rotate, I mean the lineup, it's just Wong, Wong and Yelich very consistent. Keston but Lorenzo Kane, he's struggled the past few years. I mean Keston here has been all right, but then you got the bottom of the order: Luis Rias, promising prospect. Omar Navarez, he's good when he wants to be. Orlando Garcia, same with him. And then Avi Garcia, he's a handful. This team just screams. Orlando Garcia actually pointed at me <laughs> once. Like to say that he Yeah, but this team screams inconsistent. Right. <laughs> so 75 and 87 at the fourth spot. All right, coming in with my five spot, I believe I have them being. I have to check. Yep, worst team in the league. Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, sorry, Drake <laughs> Fellows. Longtime friend of the show. Uh, but I've been going 55 and 107. I mean, they're just scrapping uh, some notable trades. They traded away Tyon. They traded away Josh Bell. Traded away Joe Musgrove. All for those prospects. Now, I do actually have them getting my National League Rookie of the Year. I won't say who, but um, let's just say this man is six foot seven. Yeah. Play shortstop for him. He's going to be a baller. Uh, but in that lineup, I I can't think of one notable name. Sarling Marte. Nah, he's, he's with them, right? Uh, Marlins. Yeah, I, I can't name a person. I cannot name the only one that rings a bell. Yeah, he's he's the only guy left. I could not name you one hitter on the Pittsburgh Pirates right now, which is crazy. There's a few, but who's their third baseman? Who's their third baseman? It's uh, they're Adam Frazier, Colin Moran, and Adam Frazier. No, Brian Moran. There you go. The only one. Colin Moran. Oh, Vanderbilt guy. I had him on the fantasy team last year. I mean, Stalling's a pretty good catcher. Pirates fifty five and one hundred seven. I'm sorry, you suck. But your stadium's cool. Yeah, You're a cool stadium. The plus. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I also have the worst team in baseball, fifty one and one eleven. I mean, compared to something, oh. else, I saw on Instagram like one of the top, uh, one of the baseball website. They had him going forty two and one twenty, which I was like laughing at that, but it's like true. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They might, dude. That's the scare. They might. Two, four and five starters are Will Crow and Jonathan Brubaker, who I've never heard of before. And then the. No, no, no. That's sad. Like, I know probably, other than you, the most, like, baseball exactly. players, 
Like if you like if you told me like Marlins right fielder, go, exactly. I can name it to you. I can barely name any Pirates, Pirates players. That's just how me, bad. I just like I know most of these people just because I usually like study the lineups, what they're gonna look like. But with the Pirates last two rotations, I don't know who these guys are and it's sad. So Pirates, worst team in baseball. Lost yeah. Chris Archer. Lost Chris Archer. Uh, but yeah. So getting into the National League West, the one seed of them being the best team in baseball, best team I think ever. Are the Dodgers going one twenty and forty two? I think that's the best team ever. <laughs> Their rotation. Let's go. So Dustin May, Walker Bueller, Trevor Bauer, Clayton Kershaw, and I guarantee I'm forgetting Price. a couple names. David Price, and exactly. Definitely a bullpen guy. Imagine if they still had Ryu. Young oh, Jin Ryu had a solid they would, 29. Let's go into the lineup. Cody Ballinger, MVP. Mookie Betts, former MVP. Um, Max Muncy, a solid guy. Justin Turner, is Still he a free agent? It. Probably going to bring him back. I don't know. Cause they got, yeah, I th- they I got think a good prospect, sense. Edwin Rios, projected to start. So. Uh, they got Will Smith. They have Gavin Lux. I mean – they have one of the top farm systems as yeah. well. The Dodgers are going to cement themselves as the best baseball franchise 50 years from now. They will still be good in yeah. 50 years. Crazy to say. Probably not 50. I'd say, let's say 30. 30 years. They're just going to be absolutely insane just because of how good they are now and how the good they're going to be in the future. 120 and 42 for the Dodgers. Um. I think they beat the Padres, who I have coming in second. Obviously, I'll let you speak in a second mm-hmm. for your one seed. But they beat the Padres in every aspect. And it's crazy because the Padres' rotation is insane. I would dare say that the Dodgers have a better rotation. I think the Padres have better – they're more consistent throughout. They have obviously – like one through five, any of those guys could be the one starter, which is weird. But with the Dodgers – you have a clear-cut top three, Bueller, Kershaw, Bauer, <laughs> which is disgusting. Dustin May has thrown some of the nastiest pitches I've ever seen. David Price, kind of falling off, but still going to be a probably sub-3-5 ERA type of guy. And Julio Arias, the solid lefty, coming out of the pen. You got Kenley Jansen, who fell off, but still, it's Kenley Jansen. His pitches are absolutely disgusting, throws gas. The Dodgers are going to be the best team in the league. If, if I'd be surprised if you say otherwise. Oh, yeah, I got that. that. Hey. I don't like the Dodgers at all, but it's kind of hard to deny that I have them going 110-52, 10 games less than you had. Um, but when you have Betts, Seager, Muncie, Smith, Bellinger, Pollock, Rios, and Taylor, it, they don't even have Lux in the MLB for this year, which they just want them to that, <laughs> that blow my mind. But obviously the rotation of Kershaw, Bueller, uh, Bauer, Price, and May. I have Price as my comeback player of the year, which makes things even more insane because if he's on his A game, that team is like, I, I'm speechless. It's, it's literally, they can, because even if they could be bad, they'll still win a hundred games. So yeah, they're absolutely insane. Coming in with my two seed in the National League West, they're going to be my four seed in the entire National League. Coming in the record of 90 and 72, it's going to be the San Diego Padres. Obviously, uh, Jake Cronenworth had a solid year last year. Manny Machado was an MVP. I don't know if he finished top three, but he's that. Yeah, he was top three, right? For MVP. Hmm? What'd you say? I said, who's, who'd you have? 
Oh, Machado. He was a top three NL MVP I guy, right? I think. Top three or I top five? I think he was top ten and Tatis was top five. Or maybe I'm flipping. Maybe I'm Dude, I'm, I yeah, think but... it was Machado. I can look it up. I can All look right. it up when you're talking. But Machado had a solid season. Let's go through the rotation. Sure. Denolson, LeMay, Lamet, whatever his last name is. Solid. Chris Paddock. Uh, shout out Casey. That's yeah. your guy. Solid. You Darvish. Amazing. Blake Snell. Amazing. And who's Glenn that fifth guy? Hurt, but he'll be that fifth guy. Joe Musgrove. Mike Clevenger. And, and Joe yeah. Musgrove. Joe Musgrove. Now that we're going to have Drake Fellows, who's probably going to be that one or two guy probably next season, maybe this year. But uh, – and then let's go to the lineup. They have – they don't have Hunter Renfro. They have my man Tommy Pham in center field. Solid. Um, They're just solid all around. I, I like – no, they don't have Hosmer. Do they have Hosmer? Oh, yeah, four-hitter, which is shot. Yeah, exactly. He's not going to hit for average, but he's, he's going to hit for power. They have a solid lineup, but you're not beating the Dodgers, unfortunately. Yeah. You're not going to do that. Uh, like you said, Padres, Darvish, Lamette, Snell, Musgrove, and Paddock. Paddock, I'm not sold out at all, I don't think. I I just not a fond of him. But uh, their lineup is insane. Tommy Pham could also be considered as a comeback player of the year as well because he was stabbed this offseason. Off season. I forgot about that. He had he was, like, stabbed five times, recovered, thank God. But Tommy Pham. Who was? I can yeah. forget about that. But uh, true. Will Myers really broke out last year. Um, Trent Grissom, up and coming. They got a really promising lineup. Yeah. Yeah, I like the Padres going into this season, but you're not being the Dodgers. So going into the three seed, I have the San Francisco Giants coming over the record of 80 and 82. Now, what the Giants don't have is pitching. I think Johnny Cueto, is he still yeah. the one starter? It's gotten better, though, this um, season. He's, yeah, he's gotten better. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad, but he's a, he's a bad one starter. He's more of a two, three, four guy for me. But you got Mike Ostromski. Uh, who's, who's the other uh, outfielder? Alex guy? Dickerson and Marcel. Yeah, and then in the infield, you got Brandon Belt and Brandon Crawford, who are fine. Buster Posey's coming back from opting out last year, and uh, they'll be fine. They're just going to be it. I have them going 77-85. Obviously, I mean, looking, if the playoff format stays the same as last year, I can definitely see them sneaking as a wild card, just because, I mean – very decent lineup. Uh, you know, Zim Skrimsky, how do you say it? Donovan Salonzo, he's a very good contact hitter as of late. Dickerson, Posey, Belt, Longoria, Crawford, Dubois. And also the pitching's gotten sort of better. Johnny Quinn is your one. Alex Wood is your two. Gossman is your three. That's a When those three are on point, it's a very good three. And then DeSlefani and Logan Webb, obviously, as the bottom two starters. But just average. And then on top of it, you have Gabe Kapler as your manager, so that doesn't really help you. But, yeah. Coming in with a four seed in the National League West, I have the Diamondbacks. Coming in with a record of 71-91. and 91. Now, I think they'll be fine. Obviously, obviously, they won't be good by any means. They got, in that rotation, they got Madison Bumgarner, they got Zach Davies. Uh, they lost Archie Bradley in the offseason, but um, and, the, and then going on to the lineup, they they have Cattell Marte, who's decent. They have David Peralta, who's getting up there in age. Um, but I don't think they're ever going to be the same from when they made that wild card game a few seasons ago. Um, they're just, they're just they're fine to me. They're they're not going to be anything special in the future. Now they do have a decent uh, they do have a decent farm system. They have Alec Thomas, who's an Illinois kid from around here, coming up. 
Uh, who's gonna? He's just, just gonna add to that outfield. And Ketel Marte, he's gonna he's gonna be able to play anywhere for you. At least in MLB the show again, he can play second, he can play short, he can play third, and I'm pretty sure he can play any of the outfield positions. Um, they're a pretty versatile team. They can move guys around well, but it's just gonna come down to the pitching. That their lineup, you know, how they're gonna be. They're not gonna be too good, but they're not gonna be one of the bottom five to ten lineups in the league. Um, it's just gonna come down to the pitching and how they want to perform now. I think it's they have a very small chance to make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, I would be very, very surprised. So that's why I have the Diamondbacks going 71 and 91. I have one game off that. I just have 72. I mean, 70 and 92. Um, they have very good contact. It was like Tom Marte, David Peralta, Eduardo Escobar, Cole Calhoun. I mean, he's not really of a contact. Did forget, yeah, I forgot about Cole Calhoun. Yeah, Christian Walker's really stepped up the past few years. Um, nice rookie, Dalton Versharo. I mean, very – this team is just average. I mean, rotational, very promising. Zach Gallen, Mad Bum, Caleb Smith, Luke Weaver, and Merrill Kelly, all really decent starters when they can pitch. Um, but just not this year, especially within the circumstances of division they are in, 70-92. I have a report. It's actually from like a half hour ago, but this could be notable for the Chicago Bears – have just announced uh, the promotion of John D. Filippo to pass game coordinator slash quarterbacks coach. Now he was Carson Wentz old coach in oh, Philadelphia, so that 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 could be that could be a very large sign saying that the Bears trade for Carson Wentz. A lot, lot of breaking news here. A lot of breaking news. But uh, kind of kind of a side note. Where do you think Mitch Trubisky goes? Uh I say either returns. To the Bears as a backup, or I say he has a very good shot at either getting a starting job in, uh, at the Colts. I mean, I don't know. That's depending on the Colts. But I seem like he'd fit well there, especially with the run scheme. But uh, also the Patriots. I could see that happening. I got New England, by the way. Let's go back into it. You, you were used to talking? Oh, I finished. All right, so going into the five seed in the National League West, my last National League team, Colorado Rockies, 61 and 101. I think I have them being the third worst team in the league this season. Just traded away Nolan Arenado for practically, right? Yeah. Pretty sure nothing. Trevor Story is going to be a top three shortstop in the game, but he's not going to he's not going to win you much. Uh rotation is awful. Um Charlie Blackman, who's I think 35 or 36. I can actually go check that right now. But the the Rockies aren't going to be anything special. They have no expectations for this year. Which sometimes could be good, flying under the radar, but uh, sixty-one and one hundred and one for uh, for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hold on. Wait. That can't be right. Um. Well. All right. So for the Rockies, I have them going sixty-five and ninety-seven. I think they're my fifth worst team. Um. This rotation, if they pitched anywhere else besides cores, they would have a very good rotation. Marquez Freeland. John Gray and Antonio Cincinnati. I I don't think the same way. I think Freeland pitched in that wild card game. I don't like him. He's bad. John Gray, he's a ginger. I don't like him. Uh, so you think they have potential? I think they just stink. I and by the by the way, Charlie Blackman is thirty four years old. Yeah. So I mean that team they traded the got a five starter. Oh my God, his wife is super hot. Oh my God, Charlie Blackman! Wow. Never but, mind. It does not matter how old he is. Charlie Blackman stays winning. Rockies to the World Series! Yay! And they have David Dahl too. Forgot about him. Yeah, but uh, 
got for they got him in the trade for Ronaldo. He's projected to be their five starter. But they line up. They only have two notable names. Brandon Rogers obviously coming up. That may, maybe makes it three. But Blackman and Story. The lineup is gonna suck, and especially pitching at cores, you're not gonna have a very good rotation anyway. So I mean, five very good starters. If they pitched anywhere else, I feel like they'd have a very good rotation. But just meh. So yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to conclude our National League record predictions. We're going to get into the AL, starting off with the East. Big surprise, Toronto Blue Jays getting my one seed. Shout out to Casey, even though you bandwagon every single team that has a young uh, lineup slash rotation. I'm uh, coming to 162. Now, on the pitching side, you have Hyunjin Ryu. You have Kirby Yates, who you signed in the offseason, who won uh, reliever of the year back in 2019 with the Padres. Going to the lineup, Bobachet, Gurriel, Biggio. Guerrero, um, George Springer they just signed. They're going to be loaded. They're going to be locked and loaded, ready to the season. Uh, and I, I obviously, I shouldn't say that I shouldn't say that they're flawless. They definitely have flaws, but I don't think there's a lot. Nate Pearson's going to be in that rotation this year, who had a shaky. He had, he had a good debut, and then kind of sucked it up. Uh, but I think I think he returns back and better back and better than ever. Blue Jays are looking solid. I have them coming with my one seed in the AL East. Uh, my one seed is the Yankees going 104-58. and 58. See, the thing that separates the Yankees and the Blue Jays is one's been to the playoff many times. Blue Jays just had their taste for the playoffs. I mean, yeah, obviously the Blue Jays have gotten better, but the Yankees, very experienced. They got a very good thing to back. I mean, LeMahieu, Judge, Voigt, Stanton, Torres, Frazier, Hicks, Urshela, and Gary Sanchez is projected as their starting lineup, which is insane. And then, obviously, the rotation, Garrett Cole, Tyone Kluber, Severino, Domingo Herman, Jordan Montgomery. That is a very dangerous rotation. If Kluber, I mean, I have him down as a potential Cy Young candidate, if he is able to figure it out. See, uh, see, he was my Cy Young guy last year and just absolutely blew butthole. So, <laughs> I have zero expectations for Kluber this I year. think it's different because he was with the Rangers already a Bad organization starting to get worse and worse. I mean, Yankees, it's different this year. You have to be able to pitch to compete. So I think maybe change it around a little bit, but they're going 104 and 58. 104 and 58, solid. Uh, coming up with my two seed, very big surprise here Baltimore Orioles, 81 and 81. Trey Mancini, hoping to be back by opening day. Uh, Adley Rutschman, hoping he can make it up. Now, I think they, they, they lose their credibility with the pitching. They have no bullpen. Who's their number one starter? John Means. John Means, who was an all-star in 2019. Yeah, he wasn't bad in 2019. Obviously, at least one person has to make the all-star game every season, which yeah. kind of loses their your, your credi- credibility, but it kind of loses the, uh, the kind of special aspect of it. Before making the all-star game, it was kind of like a uh, an honor. Now – Obviously, it's not it's not that big of a uh, accomplishment. But their second starter is Keegan Aiken, <laughs> Dean Kramer, and Jorge Jorge Lopez, Jorge Lopez, and Bruce Zimmerman. Th- that starting rotation is terrible. The relief pitchers doesn't get much better. You got Dylan Tate, Sean Armstrong, and Paul Fry. Now Pedro Severino, solid. You got Yomer Sanchez, uh, Austin Hayes, big power guy. Ryan Mountcastle is going to be a huge power guy, and then Anthony Santander, who's a solid switch hitter. Uh, but it, the pitching is terrible. I can like, I, I'm looking at the depth chart right now. I know one guy, John Means. Nobody else, and I know Paul Fry because he had a cool uh, players' weekend jersey. But everyone else, 
I, I don't know who they are. Uh, but it's when you have Pedro Severino and Adley Rutschman, I mean, I'm, I hope one of them can move around the, uh, the infield because you obviously you want both of those guys in the lineups. It does help that you have a DH in the American League. But uh, they, have a, they have a solid lineup, I'd say, but they're pitching probably – I'd say worst pitching in the league. What would you say? Uh, yeah, that pitching's pretty bad there. But at my two spot, I got the Toronto Blue Jays at 87 and 75. Um, their lineup got an immensely bigger, uh, better. Springer, Semyon, Bichette, Guerrero, Teoscar, and Guriel and Biggio all projected one through seven. Tells and Jansen, they're iffy, projected eight and nine. But it, their lineup's pretty, pretty good. Now, starters. This is where it gets interesting. Ryu? Very confident about him. Robbie Ray was awful last year. Taking a chance on him. He's Stripling bad. is always 50-50. Nate Pearson. very. I like Stripling. I like Ross. Yeah. He's good. Uh, Pearson, very promising prospect. Tanner Roark hasn't been bad these past few years. Chatwood's very hit or miss. and then Tanner Roark is better career stats than Trevor Bauer. Yeah. And then what I like to call the Stephen Matz curse is he's also – I hate that guy. Every time I woke up in the morning, screwing my wall. <laughs> Dude, I used to watch MLB Quick Pitch. Steven Matz in his debut, I think he had like two RBIs or three RBIs in his debut. Yeah, very good hitting pitch. I just Every time I'd wake up and watch Quick Pitch, seven to eight runs on the board. That barely made it through dude, two I, three. I miss Quick Pitch. They still have it, right? Yeah, they still have it. I'm gonna, I mean, I'll probably watch it more. Of this Ooh, I got to go watch right Quick Pitch. <laughs> but, uh, their rotation is very shaky, and it's not good. So it, it's it's promising, but I am still getting it. Can't get worse than Baltimore. It can't get yeah. worse than Baltimore. Uh, but getting with my three seed, uh, the Yankees going eighty and eighty-two. Um, I have so much hope in the Yankees every season, and it's just injury after injury. Gio Urshela got injured last season. Uh, Stanton hasn't had a full season since I couldn't tell you when the last time Stanton had a full season. Aaron Judge hasn't had a full season in a while. No, I think. Where, where they get their pluses is from their pitching. Garrett Cole, Tyon, solid. Montgomery, solid. Uh, I don't think about higher – again, Kluber, yeah. And then in the bullpen, you got Rolls Chapman, Zach Britton, Chad Green, Losaiga, who had a solid uh, Pops Now card in MLB show, and Darren O'Day, little funky arm slot guy. Um, I just think the Yankees missed their stride this season, similar to the Mets. I think the New York baseball teams both missed their stride this season. I got, uh, I got Red Sox going 80, 80 and eighty-two at the three spot. For me, they have a very good lineup. Verdugo, Cole, Cole's favorite player, one of his up there. Verdugo, <laughs> Bogarts, Devers, Martinez, Benintendi. Well, thing with me is Vasquez, Benintendi, even Bobby Dahlbeck, who's projected to be their first baseman, and Michael Chavis. Those four guys are going to be key. If those guys can get it going. Very good. I could also see them getting the two spot if, depending on when Chris Sales returns. I mean, he's also a big factor for them. They got a very decent rotation. Of all the Rodriguez, he was a he was very good a year ago. Just he battled COVID and that had that heart issue, and then they signed Garrett Richards. So very promising team. All depends how the cards play out. Uh, I can see it. Yeah. Getting in with my my four seed, I have the Tampa Bay Rays coming out with a record of seventy eight and eighty four, coming off of their their World Series appearance, finished runner up. They got second. They they lost the World Series. 
but I think they they got a, they kind of get a a sophomore slump. That's what Casey likes to use when a good rookie rookie players kind of drop off in their second season. And that's what the Rays do. Uh, lost Charlie Morton. The guys in the rotation they got they got Tyler Glass now. Ryan Yarbrough, who's solid, he can hit pretty well. Uh, they got Michael Waka, who used to be solid with the Cardinals, I believe. Chris Archer, who they just signed, and then Josh Fleming, who's yeah. In the bullpen, they really don't have anyone. They have Diego Castillo and Nick Anderson, but I feel like their bullpen used to be a lot better. I feel like for some reason it kind of fell off. Uh, but catch, you got Mike Giannino, old. Z-Man Choi, funny player. Uh, Brandon Lau, he's going to be good. Joey Wendell, fine. Willie Ademeth, who's bad, but they got Wander Franco coming up. Kevin Kiermeyer, who's going to be a solid fielder for you. Randy Orozarena, I think, falls off. Manuel Margot. He's fine power bat. And then Austin Meadows, I think, is solid. Um, I just think they I think they hit that, that slump. They have a, they I think they have the best farm system or second best farm system. Uh so I think you can stick with these these group of guys and uh and be fine, but I think some some other teams are gonna do better than them. Yeah, I also have them getting the force by seventy six and eighty six, just to keep those off. Um but with the they actually their rotation, Glasnow, Archer, Yarbaugh, and then prospects they can fish out here and there. But for me, people are high on Randy Rosarena, which I don't yeah, think I'm they not should be. Much either. Um, they just trading Snell already put their offseason in the dumps, and then I mean, yeah, you got Archer back, but he's been inconsistent. So I just they'll be up there soon, just not now. All right, getting into my five seed uh, in the. AL East side, the Red Sox. Now, they have a runner. Uh, oh, wow, that's a tongue twister. Eduardo Rodriguez. Nathan Avaldi, who's been all right the past couple of seasons. Garrett Richards, who's fine. And they really don't have like a four or five starter that's solid. In the bullpen, you got Adam Adovino, who's decent. And then catcher Christian Vasquez, who's fine. You got Bobby Dalbeck, big power hitter. And then in the outfield, it's going to be solid. You got Renfro, Verdugo, Benatendi, Bargo. Bar- <laughs> Bogarts, I cannot speak right now for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, that's how bad they are. I can't speak. <laughs> Bogarts is going to be top five guy. Rafael Devers, he's a one-hit wonder. J.D. Martinez is injury-prone, but I think he could win AL Comeback Player of the Year. I mean, obviously, there's a couple clear favorites in that. Justin Verlander is going to be a favorite there. And uh, one other guy who's actually a guy I picked to win. But I think the Red Sox, um, I'm not saying rebuild because they have a decent farm, they have a decent farm system, so I guess you could rebuild, but they're still they still have a couple guys that they could salvage, but they don't have a whole complete team, I'd say. And the bullpen and the back end of their starting rotation is where they need to uh, build up from. Yeah, I got Orioles going sixteen one oh two. Pitching's pathetic. I'll leave it there. <laughs> I like their lineup, However, man. I think their lineup is- Exactly. However, the lineup though. Once Rushman's there, it's gonna be a very good lineup. You got Hayes. Uh, Anthony Santander, Mancini, Mountcastle, Freddie Galvis, and Yomer Sanchez. Two decent upgrades. I'm high on Mountcastle. I like Mountcastle. That lineup is very good and has potential. I mean, even if Chris Davis can somehow get things going, very good DH option. They have a very up-and-coming good lineup. Pitching, that's where they're going to stop. I'd be like, that's where they could score 10 runs, but they give up 11 and lose every game. (laughs) And yeah, nothing. nothing. Getting into the American League, American League Central. I'm sorry. Uh, number one team, Chicago White Sox, finishing with a record of 103 and 59. 
Um, some guys at the top of my head in that rotation. You got Giolito, obviously. Lance Lynn, which is a great pickup. They have Dallas Keuchel, who was good until he got injured last year. Kopech coming off of that injury. Uh, signed Liam Hendricks, some notables. And then that, that, that lineup's going to be devastating with Brandall, Abreu, Tim Anderson, Eloy, uh, Luis Robert, who kind of had a disappointing rookie season, but I think, obviously, he's going to be solid. Yoan Moncada's kind of an uh, underrated guy, too. Andrew Vaughn, who got taken fourth overall in 2019. It was third or fourth overall. I think it was third, actually. Third, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's gonna. They're they're all gonna be solid guys. Um, so I I don't see a, uh, I just say flaw might be that bullpen. Um, they got Aaron Bummer who walks everyone. Uh, Garrett Crochet who's actually went back down to the minors, but he'll probably be back up. He's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I like the White Sox this year. All right, I also have the White Sox winning the division at ninety four and sixty eight, but. The thing with them is there's the rotation, very good three starters. Uh, they got Rodon and Cease projected at four and five. I don't expect Kopech to start at all this year. I, he'll be bullpen just to ease him back into things after opting out and then having Tommy John. He hasn't even pitched since then. But uh, bullpen, even if Kopech's going to the bullpen, that's a very, very good part of them. Liam Hendricks, Garrett Crochet, Aaron Bummer, and then obviously Kopech, I think he'll work through the bullpen. And then with the lineup, they have Anderson, Grandal, Abreu, Jimenez, Robert, and Mokata, but and the Magical. But they have two spots, Eaton and Ingle. I, it's just hard for me to say this lineup's complete. Like they, how high they are in the lineup when Ingle and Eaton are your other two. I, you gotta try and get that one more guy. Just I, Ingle, great fielder. Same with Eaton, very fast, but. You got to get that guy who's balanced to hitting, and I feel like the White Sox are just one step away from being that complete team. But I still have getting one at ninety four and sixty eight. Yeah, that's understandable. So getting in with my two seed, I have the Cleveland Indians. Uh, Shane Bieber coming off of his not MVP, but he was an MVP runner up, I should say. Uh, Cy Young won the Triple Crown. Uh, McKenzie, who's a bright young star. Um, obviously, they did just lose Brad Hand, which I mean is fine. Uh, and then the lineup off the top of my head, obviously lost Lindor, lost Carrasco, but you still have Eddie Rosario. You have Jose Ramirez, um, Austin Hedges they have, um, and Fran Mil Reyes, who's a big power guy, who they got, I believe, from San Diego, I think. And, yeah, I think it was in the Brad Hand trade, too. Or no, no, no it was in the Mike Clevenger trade. It was in the Mike Clevenger trade. Uh, they, they got some young guys, obviously made the World Series less than five years ago. It was five years ago now. Jesus, time's flying by. Um, I like the Indians just based off of Shane Bieber. I think it, their number one starter can carry them to... Do I have them making a wild card? I do have them making a wild card with a 162 record. I, that's how good I think the Indians do this year. I have Twins getting the wild card at 89 and 73. Um, twins... twins. Twins, they uh, <laughs> what were you picked doing up Simmons. Now? Molly can't <laughs> Simmons picked up Simmons this offseason. They still have a very good lineup. Nelson Cruz, Miguel Snow, Byron Buxton, Donaldson, Areas, that Luis guy, and then Kepler. Very good lineup. Uh, rotation stayed the same. Picked up Jay Hap. Uh, I still see this team being very good, just not as good as they were. Yeah, the, the three seed, I actually have the Minnesota Twins as well. 
Um, I'm just going to kind of go fast here because you covered a lot of it. But I think Maeda had a decent season last year. I think Barrios bounces back. Uh, obviously, you got Dobnak, who's just the mean player. And then uh, Alex Kirillov, uh, who's actually a young – I don't know. Yeah. I guess he'd be a rookie, I guess. He got drafted a few years back. I really like him. Going to be a solid power back in the outfield. Obviously, you have Nelson Cruz. You can't really DH, but um, I think Kirillov is going to be their guy for the future. Big, big, might I would say, face of the league, but he could definitely be a top ten player. I think that's yeah. how good he is. Yeah. Um, at the three spot, very surprising maybe to some people, but I have the Royals, seventy eight and eighty four. Royals, Merrifield, Mondesi, Santana, Soler, and Salvador Perez. That's a very good first five batters. Obviously, with Hunter Dozier at six, he's usually hit or miss. Michael Taylor, he has potential. Uh, Frankie. Uh, Frankie uh, Cordero, another potential guy, and then Nicky Lopez. Uh, he's been tricky, but the rotation picked up Mike Miner. They got Danny Duffy. He's usually good when he wants to be. Uh, Brad Mike Keller, Chris Bubich. Um, yeah, but I still – I think the Royals, very good team. I'm just just because the Indians, I have the Royals falling. You, the Royals, finishing higher than the Indians? That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy talk right there. Actually, I have the Tigers getting my fourth seed. Reason being, I think they have the AL, uh, not AL Cy Young. Let's slow down there. Uh, the American <laughs> League Rookie of the Year. He's going to be the three-star of this year projected, Casey Mize. Uh, Matt Boyd, I think, has a solid bounce-back season. They signed Wilson Ramos, like you mentioned before. And then in that lineup, it's nothing too special. You got Miguel Cabrera, who's fine. Nico Goodrum's decent. Uh, Jonathan Scope, who's underrated. I'd say Robbie Grossman's underrated. And uh, Jaimir Candelario is a decent switch hitter. Man, I think the, the pitching is probably the best stuff they have. Turnbull, Boyd, Mize, Jose Urania, who is solid, I'd say. With, with, oh, was, her, was Urania the guy that beamed Acuna? Oh, he was. Yeah. Urania. Um, and then in the bullpen, you got Joe Jimenez. You got Gregory Soto. Um, obviously with them coming in with a record of 73 and 89, I'm saying too many good things about them. Their lineup, let's face it, it's not that good. The pitching has potential. I like Casey Mize. I think he's going to be one of the next big things in when it comes to pitchers. Um, but it's not their time yet. At the fourth spot, I got Indians going 74 and 88. Um, for me, trading Lindor was their last show. I mean, obviously still got... Ramirez and Rosario picked up Cesar Hernandez. Obviously, they're still going to be a decent team. I just don't see them maybe just a little, I, I think, below average now. The only thing I'm not sold on, they only have four starters as of right now. And all of those guys are under the age of 25. And I just don't think all of them with little to none experience. I mean, they compared Bieber and Bauer just because they were both in bad rotations facing bad teams, obviously. But Bieber, I think he'll stay strong, but Pleasak, McKenzie, and Aaron Clive, I don't think all three of them are just all four of them just gonna be strong at the same time, and that's why I feel like they're gonna lack. They don't even have a five starter right now, which is very scary. I mean, obviously they'll figure out somebody put there, but it's not gonna be somebody well known or maybe even good. But that's why I have them falling to the fourth spot. That's fair. Coming in with my five spot, I have the Kansas City Royals. You had coming third, which is kind of crazy. I've been coming in with a record of. 66 and 96. They got Brady Singer, who's a decent young pitcher. Um, and then their lineup is underwhelming. 
to say the least, Salvador Perez, uh, old, coming off of a couple notable injuries. He did win comeback player of the year last season, which I should say. Um, didn't do fantastic, I'd say. Uh, 333 hitter, but obviously in a 60-game series. Uh, only 32 RBIs with a 986 OBS. Maybe OPS, which actually was not even that bad. I shouldn't say he did that. He did pretty solid. But I, I can't think he can replicate that into a 162-game season. Adalberto Montesi was fine. Whit Merrifield, actually kind of young relative to how long he's been in the league. But he, how old he is, I'm going to try and find his age. He's 32. And he's only had been a significant guy in this league for three to four seasons, which isn't enough. Jorge Soler, he strikes out too much. Um, I do have his signature. Or not a signature. I have a ball from him. I'm actually holding it right now. Thanks, Jorge. But um, if you're on the Cubs, I'd like you. But you're on the Royals, I don't. So I have him coming on the record of 66 and 96. I have the Tigers finishing last 64-98. I mean, earlier, I did have them at a very bad record, like 53-109. But obviously, I went and looked back. They have a very decent lineup. Victor Reyes, Willie Castro, Jonathan Scope, Miguel Cabrera, Candelario. Former I don't club. like him. Uh, Candelario. I don't like him. He's a decent switch here. You got Jacoby Jones, Robbie Grossman, Wilson Ramos, and Nico Goodrum. It's a very good lineup with potential, but... For me, it's the rotation. I mean, this could be very good. They have Ballmer, if he can fix his stuff. Matt Boyd, if he can fix his stuff. Mize. Turnable isn't even that bad. And then they got Tariq Skubal, very another prospect down there. If they can get it going together, they can possibly be like a, maybe a 70-win team. But You say that like it's just, a good thing. <laughs> yeah. For them, I feel like after what they have 48 wins 2019, I mean – that's a very good thing for them for bouncing back like that. So, I think team has potential, but not there yet. That's fair. So, going into the AL West, our last division, uh, the Athletics coming in first place in the 94 and 88 record, which pretty solid season, I'd say. And that rotation, you got Frankie Montas, who did, let, let me go look at his season stats from last year, 3-5 and five with a 5-6 ERA last year. Not that good. Never mind. I thought he did good. Jesus Lozardo, who's an absolute dog. I really like Lozardo, who's a lefty. Chris Bassett had a fine season. Sean Manaya, he threw a no-hitter a couple years ago. Mike Fires had a – I think he's a two-time no-hitter guy. And then, obviously, you lost uh, Liam Hendricks, which is definitely a killer. But that lineup, stacked. Matt Olson, um, Matt Chapman, you got the two Mets. You got Elvis Andrews, who you just traded for. Loriano, Mark Connor, who's a big power guy. And uh, Chad Pinder, who's kind of their utility man. But – the thing I don't like about the Athletics is they don't really have a winning tradition. They they won a lot of they won three World Series I think in the seventies, uh, which was fifty seasons fifty years ago. They they they're not really notorious winners. I'd say they've kind of been bad in the past, but obviously with this group of guys they've been improving. But I think a lot of teams with a, a higher payroll is going to be higher than them or just going to finish better than them. Um, I'll get into the A's later. I'm a very big A's guy, but I don't think because of how much they lost and gained very little, I don't think yeah. that they're a very safe team to win the division this year. But I have the Astros. Now, this also depends on when Verlander returns. People are expecting June, which is the perfect time for them because they have Grinky, new pitcher Framber Valdez, McCullers, Jose Urique. They got a very Decent rotation, but also the lineup. Altuve, Tucker, Bregman, Brantley, Jordan, Correa, Gurriel, 
Jason Castro and Miles Shaw. It's a very decent lineup. I think maybe even more than 90 wins. They could also be a little less, but I can I see them getting the one thing, especially one of my favorite managers, Dusty Baker. Managing you love, you like him too um, much. You like him too much. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I them get the one seed. All right, so my That's two in the Yellies. This is the team that I'm all in on this season, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Um, I, I love them. I love them this season. Uh, rotation at Dylan Bundy, who did solid last year. My man, Shohei Otani, if he can put together a full season of uh, pitching, I think, like you, you were talking about before in our group chat, he's, I think, number four or five in AL MVP odds, which is not – I mean, you think it's crazy. I don't think it is. I, I think I think it's a it bit can help far. Happen. I mean, I can see kind of got a weird, weird, uh, weird uh, wind up, wind up. up. There you go. Uh, but he, he's fine. Jose Quintana they just picked up in the offseason, who last season – uh, was fine. He, I actually didn't. He pitched four times, which was almost lost his hands. Oh, he did. Yeah, that that was not good. Uh, but uh, they added Bryce Gracias, like we were talking about from the Reds. Let's get into the lineup. Here's where I love him: David Fletcher, who's a baller. Anthony Rendon's gonna be an MVP guy. Jose Iglesias, they just picked up. He's solid. Justin Upton's gonna be a power guy. They have Mike Trout and Joe Adele. Right field, they just picked up Dexter Fowler for that trade, and Shohei Otani's going to DH for them, along with Albert Pujols. Also, might play first or could be the DH. Um, I I love the I love the Angels this season. I think Mike Trout wins an MVP, which we're going to get into our awards next. But I think this team is so has so much potential, raw skill and potential, and this is the team I'm all in on. I'm so excited about them, the Angels. Coming in second with a record of ninety and seventy two, they're going to be my wild card team. I have them also at 86 and 76. If the playoff format stays the same as last year, they're in. If they don't, they're not. Um, Angels, love the lineup. Fletcher, Trout, Rendon. I think Rendon, I have him as a potential MVP candidate. Upton, Shohei, uh, Fowler, I love that move. Reunite with Madden. Iglesias, Jared Walsh, a very up-and-coming first baseman that they could have playing there instead of Pujols. And then Max Stassi is an average catcher. But the thing that worries me is the rotation. Yes, they picked up Iglesias for the bullpen. Bullpen still iffy. To me, Heaney, Bundy, Quintana, Alex Cobb, Griffin Canning, and even Shohei just scream 350-plus ERA. I just don't see – that just screams a lot of average or below average. I mean, not guys that are very consistent. Bundy's been putting together a few good years. Shohei's not. Shohei's been going down. Cobb, after he got hit in the head, he's never been the same. Um, Canning, he's a rookie. He's promising. Heaney's – like you said, the weird windup. And then Quintana, you don't know how he's going to pitch after that hand injury. But I also could be very high on them, but I have them going 86 and 76. That, that's fair. So coming in with my three seed, uh, a lot of people have this team doing not so well. I think they do decent, actually perfectly decent with an 81 and 81 record. The Mariners of Seattle. Uh, I'm crazy about this rotation. Marco Gonzalez, who had kind of a career resurgence, I'd say. Last season went 7-2 and two with a 3.1 ERA. You say Kikuche, who a lot of people aren't fan aren't a fan of. He went two and four with a five one seventy ERA. I think he bounces back. Justice Sheffield, I really like. Uh, Nick Margevicius is fine. And then uh, going to the bullpen, they have pretty much nobody. Uh, Casey Sadler, who he played for the, I think he no, he was good with the Cubs Oops. last year. I think yeah. he was pretty decent. Uh, it was all right. Uh, and then getting to that, getting to that lineup, you got Kyle Seager, Kyle Lewis, who's my guy, Mitch Hanniger's actually pretty underrated. 
Uh, JP Crawford, who's made the who made the best play. In, have you seen that play that JP Crawford made? Yeah, probably best play I've ever seen in MLB history. Uh, maybe other than that Willie Mays catch from that's like the all time the catch. Uh, <laughs> but I think the Mariners do perfectly average this year. I think they need to pick up a couple more guys, but they actually have the number four and number five guys in the uh top top one hundred prospects. I couldn't name them off the top of my head. I think actually think they're both outfielders. But uh, Mariners looking good, looking very, very solid. Yeah, I think it's Kelnick yeah, and it's Kel- uh, Jared. Is that his name? Yeah, and then uh, I don't want to say Lewis, but no. kind of want to say no. It's Lewis. Lewis won Rookie of the Year. They're not going to make him a prospect. True, but yeah. Um, three spot. I got A's at eighty four and seventy eight. Um, I'm a big A's guy. Uh, but doing that Andrews Davis trade. Very good move on them. But what they lost, they lost Semyon Hendricks. Um, trying to think of another bat they lost. Listella. But to me, the lineup's still fine. Just a few guys there, here and there, that just – I mean, Andrews was a great pickup by them, but they had to give up somebody who consistently batted 248 every year. So Was that what it was, 248? Yeah. yeah. And then uh, their starters, I mean, Bassett and Sardo – Montez, Manea, and Fires. Very five decent starters. It's just I don't see ones. They're just they're always average, but find a way to make it above. They're, they're a regular season team, so, I'd say. Exactly. So they'll find a way. I mean, I mean, they not they knocked off the White Sox last year in the wild card round. Fans, by the way. Yeah, I I think they could be. To be honest, going into this season, they're definitely the most interesting AL team, I believe, because. They always find a way to make it a great team, so it'll be interesting. That's fair. So going into my four seed in the AL West, my second, our second to last team, Houston Astros, seventy nine and eighty three. Um, what they have is Zach Granke, McCullers, Framber Valdez, Jose Uriquiti, who's young. Yeah, he's twenty five. He's actually been a prospect for a little bit. Two seven three ERA last season, but low sample size. Um, and then that lineup, Guriel, Altuve, Bregman, Correa, that's kind of like their signature infield. But they they missed out on Springer. They re-signed Springer. I really like their chances because they made the AL championship last year, right? Yeah, against uh, Tampa yeah. Bay, uh, which mm-hmm. was kind of crazy. I No one really expect nobody really had expect expectations for them in the uh, playoffs. They'd beat the Twins, and I think they beat the Athletics too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. The Astros are fine, but uh, Kyle Tucker actually like decent. I think he's like number ten in AL MVP voting, which is pretty crazy to think about. Yeah. But I don't like the Astros. But you can't like. Um, yeah, <laughs> four spot. I have Mariners at seventy three and eighty nine. Oh, definitely see them getting better than next year. The uh, Mitch Haniger is returning from his like busted balls or something like that. Um, <laughs> he's he's a comeback player of the year candidate for me. Uh, uh, but J.P. Crawford, Dylan Moore. It'll be exciting to see how Evan White does this year. He should be getting a starting job. Um, rotation's very good young besides – I don't like Kuechi or Uwisi or whatever, how you say his name. Marco Gonzalez always pretty liked him. Sheffield will be interesting to see how he does. And same with Justin Dunn. And then they got that guy from the Padres, Nick Markevious or whatever. He'll be their five-starter probably. But I definitely see them doing better than last year. Or the years before. All right, getting to know our final team, the five seed in the ALS. 
Uh, I'm kind of embarrassed to say this. I had this team coming number one in the AOS last year. I thought Kluber and Lance Lynn were going to be the one-two punch. You had Lynn. He was the one punch. Couldn't get the two with Kluber. Um, I mean, they got Dane Dunning in the trade. Their lineup is underwhelming. They still have Odor. Uh, they got David. Oh, they do have David Dahl. What? I was literally looking at the, the. Okay, that's messed up. I was looking at the Rockies depth chart. It said they had David Dahl, and now they don't. Uh, Joey Gallo is going to be a low average, high power guy. And then Willie Calhoun, who hit 190 last year. Rangers are underwhelming. Could be a potential uh, worst team in the league, but uh, the second worst team in the league, with a record of 62 and 100. Yeah, I got them as the third worst team. I have them at 63 and 99. Uh, rotation is pathetic. You got Kyle Gibson projected as the one starting Jordan Lyles as the two. Dane Dunning, very good potential. I feel bad for him for what's about to go on there. with Col- I mean, Colby Allard also, uh, former Brave, had very good potential lineup, though. Uh, Isaiah Kinner, full up, how do you say his name? He's... Has up and coming potential. Calhoun, Solak, Dahl, Odor, and Gallo. It's a decent lineup, but just both they... of us have not looking good. Said the Rangers coming in last. Um, but coming or actually, yeah, it's going to conclude. It's going to conclude our uh, entire record predictions. But we're going to get into our season awards now for the 2021 season. We're going to start it off with the National League MVP. I have this going to Ronald Acuna. I think uh, Acuna has an absolute baller season. I don't know how I projected stats, but off the top of my head, I can see him hitting around 280 to 290. I can see him getting around 40 home runs in a 162-game season and 40 stolen bases. I think he's the first 40-40 guy ever. Um, we don't really see a lot of guys steal bases anymore. Backlund Ricky Henderson. Alfonso Soriano is that 40. Oh, he did? Yep. I, no, no, no. I was thinking about 50-50. Okay. Oh, 50-50. Yeah. I don't think Cooney gets there yet. But uh, if he wants to get there, he's got to do it soon because you're not going to see a 35-year-old guy do that. Unless your name's Ricky Henderson. But Ricky Henderson doesn't hit 50 home runs either. Uh, but I think Acuna has a stellar year. I think it's 120 RBIs with ease. I really like Acuna going this year. I... Trying to do like two for each. Um, I have Juan Soto winning it, but I also have Chris Bryant as getting runner up. I expect, like I said earlier, breaks out. I think he breaks break out, out too. I think he breaks out. Yeah, but Soto. I, no, no, hold on. Animal. Let me go back. Not break out. Bounce back. Bounce back. Yeah, <laughs> break out. He's already but, won uh, Rookie of the Year and MVP and the World Series. And I would call it a breakout, yeah. but because for Soto, I feel like he's gonna bat over three hundred or probably. Somewhere from the 35 up home run range, knocking over 100. Um, he's just going to be an animal. I have him winning MVP. AL MVP. So the finalists I have are Jose Abreu and Shohei Otani and Anthony Rendon. But I think the other Angels guy gets it, Mike Trout. I'm going to finish his career as a top three baseball player of all time. I think he's actually cemented himself. If he retired today, he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer, I'd say, right? I think mm-hmm. the argument against him being a top player in a uh, history is just the argument that I think he's made. Has player. he been to the play? I think the Angels made a wild card game a couple years ago. I I'll check. I don't think they have, but yeah, but the Angels obviously no playoff success. They haven't had a playoff win under Mike Trout. I think might maybe one appearance, but maybe I'm just tripping. Uh, I think this is the year. I think this is the year we're going to get into our playoff predictions after the awards. Uh, I shouldn't say they're going to win the World Series, but I think they can come close. 
I really like the Angels. Mike Trout's gonna be the top uh top dog. Him and Acuna are kind of kind of. I feel like they're gonna be the the home run guys. You, you, Mike Trout's always gonna be in the home run race. I feel like every season, he 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 might hit fifty. I can see Mike Trout hitting fifty. Yeah, very possible. But uh, AL for me, can't really find. I don't think Mike Trout's been in any playoff games. I'll if if you checking, look but, at the um, um but... the AL MVP odds, Mike Trout's the front runner by. Like he's plus one hundred. Second place is plus a thousand. Because um, I have Trout as an option, but so for I have three guys. I have I have two Angels, Anthony Rendon and Mike Trout, like you said. But I have DJ LeMahieu taking home the AL MVP. Uh, he's very close this year. I expect him to get a little bit better than he did last year, especially with the Yankees rising. I have LeMahieu getting the MVP. He's just an animal. If it comes to the plate, he just doesn't. He always is the guy. To me, he's one of those guy, top three guys you don't want to face in the MLB because he will put it in play. That's fair. That's definitely fair. Getting into our Cy Young Awards, going to the pitching side. National League Cy Young, you guys know I'm going with Max Scherzer, my favorite non-Chicago Cub. Uh, I think he's a bulldog. I think Max Scherzer is absolutely disgusting. If I – this is crazy to say. This is absolutely insane, but I'm going to say it, and I'm not going to take it back. I'm going to be proud. I'm going to be confident in this decision. Game seven, fate of the universe on the line. Obviously, I'd want Iguodala on the mound. But if I had a second choice, I would go Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer is my guy. I think I've been to a playoff game, Cubs versus Nationals 2017, NLDS game three. He had a no-hitter into the seventh inning. Um, I think he's a bulldog. I like Max Scherzer going into the season. I think the Nationals can make a playoff push. So um, I think he wins that. I know, Scion. Uh, Mike Trout, actually, I forgot. 2014, he played that three-game series against the Royals. that got swept, but... I knew it. Um, He was 22, but uh, obviously he just... The Angels have struggled, but I have... I also have Scherzer. I have him getting runner-up, though. I have Jacob DeGrom taking home the award this year. DeGrom's animal on the mound. I can only see him getting better. I mean, last year, it's sad to say he finished third, but compared to his other years, it was... A down year. I, I knew it was the Angels. I'm so smart. Sorry. <laughs> but I wouldn't really call DeGrom a down year, but like it was compared to his last two years, it was a worse year than. I mean, still, it's crazy to say because he's top three in Cy Young, but I have a winning the award this year. Going into my AL Cy Young, I have Tyler Glass now, six foot seven. Or, I think he's six foot eight, actually. Throws 102, 103. Nasty pitch selection with the curveball, the slider, the changeup is actually going to be devastating for him, too. If you're throwing 102 and can execute a good changeup, you probably are the best pitcher in the league. That's why I think Chapman, he, he used to do it a lot when he was with Cincinnati and uh, even the Cubs. Uh, he learned to utilize his changeup. Now, obviously, he's a role as Chapman. He's going to be dominant. But the reason, I, I think if he threw it, obviously, Astros cheated during the uh, – when Otuve hit the walk-off off of him. I think they had a wire or something, mm-hmm. but – I think if you threw a change up there and they didn't know, I think Altuve whiffs on that. That's why I think Glass not solid because he's got that good change up. I just think he needs to get his accuracy down. And if he does, he's uh he's gonna win a couple of those Cy Young awards. So for AL Cy Young, Glass now, I don't feel like I he's a very good pitcher, don't get me wrong. I, he's gonna be very good, but I just don't feel like he could keep it throughout the whole season. I feel like he's gonna struggle here, struggle there, but then pick it up. But I went with two veteran guys. This is where I struggled here. I went with Kluber and Zach Greinke. 
I feel like Grinky as being that number one starter on the Astros, still good team. I feel like he can put it together, but I feel like Kluber's going to do even better. And I feel like Kluber's going to win the Cy Young this year. Very bold. You're insane, but dude. I feel like You're Kluber. crazy, bro. You're crazy. But Grinky, too. I, I feel like Grinky has a better chance just because Kluber's not with injuries. But both of those guys are either one or two interchangeable. You're crazy. I think Grinky sucks, too. He's like 36 or something. He's still decent. He's fine. He's like a 2-3 starter, but definitely not Cy Young. But um, I'm going to go over to the Rookie of the Year, National League. Pirate shortstop Key Brian Hayes. I think he's six feet seven, and he's, like, under 200 pounds, too. He's, like, skinny as a rail. Dude hits tanks. He's a baller. I can, be him. I can see him being a, a top guy 10 years from now. Key Brian Hayes. Remember the name, people. Uh, he was actually my runner-up, but I'm going to give it to Dylan Carlson. Fuck uh, the Cardinals. I feel like he's going to be – very consistent for them. He'll be the consistent player throughout the season. Uh, he's a very good player. Uh, but I feel like he is their key for this season because he can be one of those very good contact guys that's bats at the top or one of those guys that just sits at the bottom like the rest of the Cardinals lineup. So uh, I'm giving it bold there, Dylan Carlson. Going into my AL, AL rookie of the year, I'm absolutely confident with this, this decision, Casey Mice. Pitch for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, he's going to be coming into his rookie season. He threw a couple games last year. Didn't do too well. But he's going to be coming in as that three starter in Detroit. It's a pitcher's ballpark. I think it's probably the largest pitcher-friendly stadium in the league. I think it's dead center. It's like 425, 430. They have the deepest dimensions in the entire MLB. In that, I got that wall, In too. that park. Um, maybe besides Coors Field. I think Coors Field actually has a pretty deep uh, fence. Fence dimensions, but it doesn't matter because just because of the elevation. I think it's like three fifty to the corners actually. When uh, Ripley is like three fifteen, but it's different because of the wind. Um, Casey Myers, I like him a lot. Um, see, that's the thing for the rookie of the years. There's a lot of good pitchers that could win, but I feel like a hitter's gonna take it home. I like this guy's confidence. I like the way he already started this off season. Aim for the three thousand hit club. I'm going Nick Magical. Shout out Matt. I feel like he's gonna have a great season. And I'm pretty sure they're considering him as a rookie. If, so if me and I'm Nick Madrigal had a home run derby right now, I'd win. I, but I, I, even if that, I just Joe, 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 you could, no, you could hit it farther. I'm being so. Serious. I know I can hit it farther, but I'm not saying that's the point. I mean, this gonna be the doubles, triple stolen bases, and his average. He's got bad above 300. He'll knock in a few homers there. He'll be a very good RBI hitter. He's gonna be very consistent. But with with how loaded that. that lineup is, you can't count on him getting RBIs because he's gonna hit seven, eight, nine. I, I mean, still though, I, I mean, it's almost like the same with Robert. But uh, I feel like he's getting. But he started off with very good confidence in the offseason. I guess. But uh, getting into our National League Manager of the Year, I have Dave Roberts. Uh, if the Dodgers play as well as I think they will, which I think they're going to have the best season by any team ever, uh, I think you got to give it to the manager. If, if if the Dodgers get 120 wins, no chance anyone else wins it besides Dave Roberts. Got to give it to him. Um, I actually, just because he's gotten in the past, obviously if they win 130 games or something like that, yeah, it's going to go to Roberts. But – I was between Dave Martinez and Jace Taylor. I'm going to give it to Jace Taylor just because I think he should have – I mean, Mattingly, obviously, last year, great season. Marlins got into the playoffs. But I think this is Jace Taylor's year, especially going 93-69. and 69. Even though you don't win the division, going back-to-back in your first two years and 
winning seasons, that's pretty impressive. So I'm gonna give it to Jace Taylor. Let's see. Jace Tangler. Wait, Jace Tangler? No, Tangler. Yeah, Tangler. Huh. I? I was like, who? AL Manager of the Year. I'm gonna give it to Charlie Montoyo. Joe, you probably know who that is. Um, yeah. I don't know. I didn't know who that name the name was. I just knew. I just knew the Blue Jays from Gibbons. Gibbons. Yeah. You always see him arguing Gibbons. with the manager. He's like. Like, I don't know what John Gibbons sound like, but I can just picture him having the raspiest fucking voice. You got it. Yeah, kidding. John Gibbons. Uh, but now the, they handed off the uh, the managerial duties over to Charlie Montoyo. Uh, and if the Blue Jays get 100 wins, especially um, from how poor they've done the past two to three years, I, I think you got to give it to him. All right. This one, I... 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 Just because I have the winning division. Don't say it. Tony No! Now, here's the only reason why. He's going to come overcome adversity. He's an old-school manager, but he's going to have to learn to adapt. And with the White Sox possibly going to win 100 games, I feel like overcoming – that'd just be for him just getting to the playoffs would be shocking because old-school manager, very young team, I'm giving it to La Russa. Ah! No, I'm not. I feel grossed <laughs> out by I... that. Uh, going into our National League and eight and uh, American League rookie, or not rookie. I've I ROTW again. Uh, reliever of the year. I'm gonna give it to Edwin Diaz, who's been a notorious uh, high ERA type of guy. Uh, but he 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 notoriously gets probably the highest amount of strikeouts by like any closer slash reliever, um, in the MLB. Probably any pitcher too. Edwin Diaz racks up the strikeouts. Uh, the only thing that's uh, against him is just how many guys he lets on base. If he can limit that, he'd be absolutely disgusting. Similar to how he was in Seattle back in 2018, I believe it was. Um, I think Diaz Diaz can bounce back. I have a uh, Craig. Dirty Craig. I feel like these past two seasons have been enough torture. I feel like he's gonna. Get back on lit, that hall of fame. It lit a fame. fire under his ass. Exactly. I I literally think he's gonna. I don't think under one ERA, but it'll definitely be under two ERA. I feel like he's just gonna become that lockdown closer that he's always been, except these past years. But he'll be back, and he's gonna come back really well. All right, get into AL. I got Kirby Yates, who won it in 2019 with the Padres. Recently signed a deal uh, up with the Blue Jays. And uh, I think Blue Jays' Charlie Montoya wins uh, manager of the year. I think Kirby Yates gets reliever of the year. Um, obviously, didn't perform as well last season. Still still a solid reliever, don't get me wrong. But um, I think he cements himself as the best reliever in the MLB. I'm actually going to go with uh, – I just think because Yates, it's a change of scenery. Uh, you're going to be indoors now, um, dome. But I'm going to go to Aroldis Chapman here. I, For me – I've always been like that, that dominant reliever, but over the past years, he's been a little shaky in the postseason. I feel like this is the season where, like, even though he's losing kind of like speed on his fastball, I feel like more off speed comes into play, and he's really gonna like. I feel like because his off season's been insane. Like, I follow him on Instagram. I watched all of his. He's really like, like getting it really good. I, I was right looking now. at so his actually like, his um his pitch rates. His that's why I was talking about it. His changeup usage mm-hmm. was so much higher back in the day. Well, yeah, he's losing. Obviously, he's not going to throw 105 at 35 plus years old. You got, you got to yeah. rely on the off speed. He's got a nice movement on his slider, but his slider goes like 92. 
Exactly, because I feel like if, since he's older, they see that, and if he can perform at a dominant level, I feel like Chapman's got it. All right, we got do we have one reward left already. Oh my god, we're flying through yep. this. Comeback Player of the Year. It's a pretty good award. Uh, I feel like there's a clear cut favorite for American League, so I'm gonna start it off with National League. I'm gonna go with Buster Posey. Uh, had an injury back in 2018 or in 2019. I'm sorry. And in 2020, he opted out of the season to take care of his daughters that he recently adopted and obviously didn't want to catch COVID. Um, I think he's the clear-cut favorite to win National There's not really a lot of candidates to win National League Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, I feel like there's a ton of candidates for American League. But I think I think Posey's the guy for San Francisco. Um, I'm going David Price. He opted out last year. He's obviously hasn't been the same since that year in Toronto. I feel like, especially he's got to keep up with these guys in the rotation. I feel like after opting out, never not being the same, this is his year. And I, I, I was talking about maybe top ten in the uh, NL Cy Young, especially with that rotation. I feel like this is his year just to come back at at age thirty four. So, David Price going into American League, Joe. If you don't say this name, I'm gonna be so pissed. I have him down. Trey Mancini, first baseman, Baltimore Orioles, coming off of cancer. You don't have him, Joe. I'm going to be very upset. I have him and Mitch Haniger, like I mentioned, with the busted balls issue. He's been out for a year and a half. But uh, There's so many guys, though, like Verlander, Michael Kopech. There's a lot of guys. Verlander won't – his is going to be a half a season, so I highly doubt him. But, uh, yeah, I Mancini's the clearly front runner, especially being that leader of the team. <laughs> Ruptured testicle? Exactly. I didn't so even that's why know I feel like that. Exactly. He's been out for a year and a half. Ah, I just saw a video of it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I mean, if you're coming off of cancer, though, I don't think you can't. Yeah, I, he's obviously the 100% front runner. I, he could probably lock it up if he goes one for one with a homer in his first at bat. I mean, <laughs> um, but but yeah, so that's gonna be our. We 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 got two segments down, one segment to go, little mini series, and it's gonna be. Our playoff predictions. We're going to start it off with the wild card round. Uh, I have Indians versus Angels in this game. I think the Angels take it seven to five solely based off of their lineup. It's going to be Shane Bieber going up against either Otani or um, Dylan Bundy. Now I don't know, Joe. Do you know if if Otani pitches, do they still let him hit? Uh, AL they cannot. I believe. I don't think. Uh, I don't think. No, when he pitches. When he pitches, he will, I think it, so he pitches, takes a day off, hits the next two, takes a day off, then pitches again. I believe that's the cycle. Um, so, yeah, I think I think they're going to want Otani in that lineup. Um, so, I think they start Dylan Bundy going up against Shane Bieber, which kind of seems crazy. But when you have Mike Trout, uh, Joe Adele, the def- I say they call Joe, Joe up Joe Adele for the playoffs. I think the Angels take that one uh, against the Indians in that wild card round. And then for my – I have uh, Blue Jays and Twins. I it will either be Maeda or uh, Barrios against Ryu. Um, twins suck in the playoffs. I'm gonna go Blue Jays. <laughs> uh, going in my National League, I was gonna say Scion. My National League wild card. It's gonna be the Nationals against the Padres, and I think the Nationals win six to one. Uh, Max Scherzer is def even if Strasburg starts. Um, I think the, I think the Nationals are, are that's why they have such success in the wild card round, uh, and they don't really win divisional rounds, but I think they can have success in the division round, just because 
they have a good top half of the rotation. They have Corbin, they have Strasburg, and they have Scherzer. I think if Scherzer starts that game or if Strasburg wins that uh, starts that game, uh, they come out on top just because of how nasty their lineup is. Last time Kyle Schwarber, actually two times ago, Kyle Schwarber played in the wild card game. We all know what happened right on Garrett Cole's head uh, into the Allegheny. Um, uh, I think the lineup, Josh Bell, who uh, he hasn't, he hasn't played in the playoff series before. Uh, it's going to be good exposure for him. Obviously, Juan Soto. Um, and then, yeah, the, the bullpen, too. I, I like the Nationals uh, in this wildcard game. Did they get Brad Hand? I'm pretty Brad sure. Hand job. Yep. Also solid pick. But uh, I got Braves and Padres. I feel like this will be a very exciting game as a wild card. Um, to be honest, it's kind of hard. I mean, Braves, deep playoff run last year, still struggled in the playoffs, but lost in game seven, was it? Right? Uh, for what team? Braves. Braves lost. They, I think they had a 3 1 lead, right? Yeah, lost in game seven. Yep. And then. Uh, Padres, obviously, so it'd be, I'd probably give it to Snell against Soroka or Morton, and then probably going to have the Padres take that one, upset alert. Upset alert, alert, alert. Dude, I need to get a button to play during the podcast. Something. <laughs> I need, some, like, a nut button or something. I feel like it'd be so funny. I mean, Chiggs, whenever Chiggs comes in here, he, he goes in the car, so he blares the horn, but I, don't know. I, I need I need a little gimmick. Yeah. Uh, but going into the divisional round, um, I'm going to state my two ALDS got, uh, t- games and you state your two ALDS games. So my first one's going to be White Sox-Angels. Uh, you're not going to like this one, Joe. I have the Angels in four. Uh, I think the I think the White Sox blow this one. I'm sorry. Best out of five, right? It is a best out of five series, the yeah. divisional round. Um, and I think the lineup, the Angels lineup is going to over. If you give, obviously, the Angels made the divisional round 2014. They were young. They were virgins. They were unexperienced. Now... They're big. They're sex animals. Okay, you got Yannick Rendon. You got Joe Adele, who might be the next Mike Trout. You might have Mike Trout and Mike Trout Jr. playing together in the outfield in a wild card series. Um, is it biased? Definitely. Fuck the White Sox, but Angels in four. And then my second ALDS ALDS game is going to be my two and three seeds, Blue Jays and Athletics. I have the Blue Jays winning in three, just because of how good that lineup is. Yeah, I got uh. Yankees and Blue Jays. Safety. Yankees and Blue Jays. I have the Yankees in four. I'll have Blue Jays taking game one probably, and then Yankees just because of the pitching depth. They'll you think Garrett Cole three. loses in game one? Probably. Yeah. Can you still hear me? Okay, good. All right. And then uh, I got White yeah. Sox and Astros. I have the White Sox taking that one in five. If Verlander is healthy, which I should be by the playoffs – uh, you'll obviously have him and Grinky. Just the lack. McCullers is usually decent during the playoffs, but White Sox have pretty decent three as well. I say they White Sox in five. I don't. I don't think the White Sox have playoff success. They 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 haven't made a deep run since uh, 50, or two thousand five, right? I can't remember them ever. Like like ever since oh five, there's it was, wait, was last year the first so, time yeah. since oh five. Maybe somewhere in seven and Fuck Tony ten, Lewis, but I doubt it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ever since I've been watching baseball, they've sucked. Uh, but getting into the NLDS games, first one's going to be Dodgers versus Nationals. Uh, as much as I love the Nationals, I had them. My, they were my World Series favorite last year, and they were like the worst team in the league. 
Um, I have the Dodgers winning in five just because of how absolutely devastating that lineup and rotation and bullpen combo is. Nobody's taking down the Dodgers. Nobody is. But I have them winning in five. I think the Nationals could keep it close. I think actually I I would say the Nationals win the first two with Strasburg and Scherzer. Uh, but then I think they blow the last three. I think the Nationals blow the 2-0 lead to uh, the Dodgers. And then my second game for the NLDS is going to be Cubs versus Braves. I have the Cubs winning the division. Uh, now, it's this is pretty much the equivalent uh, to all you football fans out there to the, the Buccaneers versus football team game in the uh, NFC wildcard. Uh, even though the Cubs got the higher seat, the Braves are going to kick ass. Uh, Braves, Braves in four. And then the Cubs take the first one, and then Dodgers and Padres. I have Dodgers in four. They just Padres can't keep up. I mean, even with that rotation, I don't see the hitting keeping up with Dodgers pitching. And then, uh, Cubs and Nats. Um, it's gonna be. It just depends how the Cubs pitching do, which I don't trust. It's so I'm gonna go Nats in four. Like you said, Cubs won game one, but since Nats, I mean Cubs. I, to be honest, it might be Nats in three, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, we've given our picks for the divisional rounds. My remaining teams are the Dodgers, the – why can't I think? Oh, the Braves. Dodgers, Braves, Angels, Blue Jays. All those four teams are in, are in the finals and the running for the World Series. I'm going to start it off with my ALCS. Angels, Blue Jays. This is now a seven-game series. Um, I think the Angels win in six. I have the Los Angeles Angels going to the World Series. Uh, who? who it, it, I obviously this isn't your ALCS, but who do you win, have winning in this? I can't speak right now. Blue Jays or Angels? Go Blue Jays, just because of pitching. At least they got better than the Angels. Blue Jays. Obviously, if the Blue Jays take that early lead, I think they hold it just because. Of they have the bullpen advantage, but I think if the Angels can jump on them early, uh, I think they're smooth sailing, and that's why I think they go to the World Series. They win the ALCS. Yankees and White Sox. I am gonna go Yankees and six. Um, just White Sox have, like I said earlier, a lot of unknowns, and just it, I mean, it's kind of crazy that I put them this far in the playoffs to be honest. Um, well, and obviously. Many of these things depend on the season. If, like, Gilito and Keuchel are locked in, like, obviously that's going to be pretty hard to stop. But I have the Yankees in six just because they're the Yankees. They're finally making it to the World Series. I have the Yankees missing out on the playoffs. You have them going all the way to the World Series. Yeah. Which I think you you have the same for the Angels, right? Yeah. All right, going to the NLCS, uh, I have Dodgers versus Braves. It's going to be a seven-game series. I had the Dodgers taking this one in five. Um, Mookie Betts, Bellinger, Trevor Bauer, Clayton Kershaw, Walker Buehler. And Dodgers and Nats. Go give your pick. Dodgers and Nats. Safety again. This one will go to game seven. Might get a lot of hate for this. I'm going to go Nats. Oh, he's going to do it. Oh, he's going to do it. Oh, he did it. Nats are my second favorite team, but, dude, they're not beating the Dodgers. But, but uh, I just <laughs> the button like has been pressed. Dodgers finally won it last year. They always seem to like, like the Braves. They're down three one. Braves just suck. But if that was the Nats with Scherzer, Strasburg, and if they were all healthy, that's an easy. I mean, Nats better take one of those games at least. But I'm gonna go Nats in 
seven. Game seven. Game seven is going to be probably Scherzer-Bauer, oh right? Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. Scherzer-Bueller. That, that would be epic. Into my World Series. You, yep. Your World Series is Yankees-Nationals, correct? I have Dodgers-Angels. The Battle of L.A. Now, future Cole, I know you're going to listen to this six months, seven months, eight months down the line. Probably, no, the World Series take place in nine months. So, Cole, I know this is going to be you nine months in the future. First off, I'm going to ask you, how are you doing? Um, how's your day been going? How's sophomore year? Um, are you six feet tall yet? Probably. I assume so. Um, do you have a girlfriend? Probably, because you're going to be so hot. But, um, so, Cole, Cole, I know you're listening to this. Now, some things I want to talk about is just the narrative. Like, I was talking, I was hammering this with the Super Bowl, and it came true. Narrative, narrative, narrative. Brady, Mahomes. This one, there's not really, like, a certified, like, veteran of the league. It's kind of different for the NBA and NFL than MLB, because MLB is more of a team-based game. Well, obviously all of them are, but MLB is probably the most team-based game. Um. So I'd say it's gonna the, the narrative that they want here is gonna be the Battle of Los Angeles. It's gonna be Angels, Dodgers. Uh, obviously, there's gonna be more Dodgers fans. Who the hell is a fan of the Angels? Like Cougs? Shout out Cougs, I guess. Um, but it should be a fun one to watch. Uh, but I again, you're not beating the Dodgers. Angels, your your time. I had you making the speed run, all to lose in Game Seven. The Dodgers win, and obviously. The Dodgers in a normal series against the Angels would probably win in less than seven. But again, the N- the MLB is rigged, so they want to juice the uh, the World Series for uh, more more profit and more gains. So I think the Dodgers win in seven. World Series MVP is going to be Trevor Bauer. He's going to go two and zero in uh, his two World Series starts. He's going to have a one eight five ERA, uh, and I really I really like uh, the Dodgers to win the World Series this year. I am back going to, to take the Nats in six. I'm very high in the Nats this year. Better not let me down. I'm high on the Nats, too. I have them making a run. too good to be let down. Even with Lester in there, he's a very reliable man in the postseason. Um, But, yeah, Nats in six. um, I feel like Yankees will only get so far like they always do. But uh, Nats are going to get extremely, like, just go Nats. Go Nats, baby. Go Nats. But that's going to conclude our podcast. It's going to be an hour and 52 minutes long, something yeah, like that. Thank you for joining me, Joe. I had a great time talking about the entire MLB season. Um, next time we'll see you guys, we'll either be talking about maybe the NFL Combine, maybe, uh, or some just if some crazy sports news happened, we'll be there to cover it. Thank you guys for joining me. I doubt any of you made this far besides future Cole and maybe a quick Petey. Shout out, Petey. Uh, But peace out, guys. Hope you guys.